0: welcome true believers back to the nerd smash talk cast i am one of your hosts and guys lt thornton and i am joined by the always faithful always reliable world's greatest co-host mr steve woods what's up steve bro
1: let me tell you this has been the longest week <sighs> ever and they, because we have not talked that's we, the
0: that's the, the the thing so not even a little bit not we've, we've, even we've a little bit we have things to talk about on this episode we yes, are going we to explain what that is to you guys but first Our mission on the Talkcast, as always, is to bring you the latest in nerd culture, nerd news, and nerd reviews, whether that involves movies, TV, video games, DD, science, comic books, anime, whatever. Hey, guess what? We will cover it because being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is. (sighs) True.
1: Man, it's about to be on.
0: It's about to be on. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. we are very, very excited. I am going to tell you a little bit about what we are going to talk about today. Uh, We are going to be doing the back half of the show, uh, spending time doing spoiler reviews and coverage for both Mortal Kombat on HBO Max and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Full spoilers, full discussion every episode. We are going to be doing that. On the back half of this episode, um. Steve's uh, whatever that <laughs> was th- sound is, pretty much summarized. Listen, it.
1: I have avoided his social media. I have avoided <laughs> the groups that we are in together just because I want to
0: hear all this fresh with y'all. It's going to be great. I haven't posted... Anything about Falcon and winter Soldier, yeah. I have not said anything. I have yeah. sat on my thoughts and opinions they They are trapped inside this house and until they flow out into the universe with this podcast, <laughs> well, man, up to I'm this point, they man, have remained my own. We all can't wait <laughs> well, I'm just as excited for uh what you're excited about, what your yeah. thoughts are i'm 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 just here for it um so. Guys, uh, before we get into all of that, I just want to tell you a little bit about some of the news that we're going to talk about today. And actually, I'm just going to go into the news this week because we're going to spend a brief time amount, a brief amount of time on the news, and then we're going to go right into these reviews. Yeah, yay. So, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, the first thing that we are going to talk about today is, it looks like Sony struck a deal with Disney and Disney Plus uh to become an exclusive streaming partner uh going into I believe uh post their theatrical releases past 2022. Yep. Yep. And uh that's so, all of it. All of it. Yes. And they're going to be spreading some of the more mature content out over the Hulu's and the FX and all that stuff, but for the most part uh you know the Obviously, the Spider-Man titles, both the legacy Spider-Man titles and uh, the the MCU Spider-Man titles, as well as some of the family-friendly stuff like Jumanji and uh, Hotel Transylvania, will be coming to the Disney Plus platform. So, you know
1: what's you know what's going to be confusing is I feel like some some people already think that movies like Hotel Trans- Transylvania and Jumanji are already Disney movies. Yeah, probably.
0: And yeah. So it's just gonna add to that, <laughs> <laughs> or even worse, uh, people are going to think Hotel Transylvania is a Disney movie. Yes. After it comes, like, oh, that's well, I thought that was Disney. I thought that was Disney stuff, <laughs> even though it's not animated like anything Disney puts out. All right. All
1: right. <laughs> you know, I I I do feel good about this. I feel like Sony's doing the right thing here. You know, I I, just, I only I, think. I want to know what the cost was. What was the cost? Oh. What did they have to do? What did Disney have to do to secure this? Uh, or what like... did Sony have to do to secure this? Because I I guarantee it's not just money. It's yeah. got to be characters. It's got to be IP that's going to switch back and forth. Or you know, maybe they loan this character out to Sony or whatever it is. I just think it's more than dollars here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh I do have a figure here. Uh it says that they uh made this deal for buku bucks. Yeah, quote unquote.
1: Yeah, I bet. I <laughs> bet. I mean, they've got they get they have so much money together that it is not even relevant. Like that amount oh. of money is unfathomable to people does, like me that live in Dayton, Ohio. Like it doesn't even calculate. So what I'm just wondering about what else? What what do they have in store for us? That's pretty this, exciting. Does Sony's money compare to
0: well, Disney's money? Well,
1: I mean, they still got you know their 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 bank accounts are certainly more sturdy than mine. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like <laughs> they definitely short tried
0: powers. a streaming service a few years ago with that show Power, and then yeah, man, uh, uh, <laughs> it didn't happen for them.
1: Uh, <laughs> and I think that I. I mean, Sony, I feel like they could make their own streaming service, but nobody's buying into that. Nobody's, no. nobody's jumping on that. It's yeah, just a weird yeah. thing.
0: They did the right thing here. Uh, I don't know if I feel it's the right thing, because I do feel like it's even more of a consolidation of power. But uh, mm-hmm. from a purely yes. MCU fan standpoint, I'll be happy that the MCU Spider-Man movies are also able to be streamed with the other MCU movies, not Incredible Hulk, on Disney+. We're looking at you, Incredible Hulk. (laughs) How dare you? You are the bastard stepchild of the MCU. (laughs) 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 Uh, Anyway, that's, you know, just kind of quick thoughts on that. Hate it or Uh, love it, Disney's still on top here. I mean it's not. They're not going anywhere. No. Although no. uh Netflix and Hulu didn't do too bad for themselves. Not like Hulu separate, but Netflix and Hulu didn't do too bad for themselves in the uh in the Oscars last weekend. No, so. they did not. Oh. Um so let me get into our next story and uh this is actually brought to her brought to us by one of our listeners and uh one of our guests, uh Luke. He uh, mentioned to us that, or brought it to our attention, that uh, Chris Metzen, uh, who used to be at Blizzard, mm. is uh, launching some gaming stuff at a website, warchiefgaming.com. Um, and, and Chris Metzen, like, he's kind of a big deal at Blizzard. Like, he had scripts and was involved with stories for, like, Warcraft, Diablo, Starcraft, et yeah. cetera. Uh, that so he definitely
1: took out of there. Do you remember yeah. uh, there was a StarCraft Ghost game that was in development for a really long time? He has that story. Oh, does he? He does, yeah. Jeez. So, never, never came out, never got finished, yeah. but he's got that story, which is pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. If he is developing storylines and materials for some kind of D&D campaign, mm-hmm. uh, he is going to... Uh, be flush with the monies, I <laughs> He'll be printing money, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we'll go definitely. back to my term. Buku bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. Buku. <laughs> but yeah, uh, go check out that website, warchiefgaming.com, uh, if you guys get a chance. Um, the last thing that I have here in the news section is that uh, there is a and d campaign called Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, have you ever heard of that? I feel like we talked about that a long time ago or maybe not so long
1: ago and I yeah. know we were interested in it but I haven't been involved in D&D in such a long time now I've got some yeah. friends that really are but I I vaguely remember
0: that name. Yeah. Well, just kind of a brief overview and I I've played I've played Vampire the Masquerade but in like a limited capacity. Um just kind of a brief overview, it's like i mean you are kind of doing it in like modern times and stuff, but uh essentially you're role playing a campaign where uh you're vampires, but the goal is to ki- kind of keep up the 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 masquerade like you're you're not trying okay. to let humans know that vampires exist, and there's different classes and species of vampires going from like your Nosferatu's. I don't think the Twilight vampires are a species in that Energy Unless vampire. They were. Like in what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Think of it like a like a completely 100% serious version of what we do in the shadows. Yes. Love <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. That's basically
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can't take Nosferatu style vampire
0: out for a night on the town and bowling?
1: The, Is that I mean, what <laughs>
0: You can, but probably uh, a lot of havoc and chaos is, yeah. is going to ensue. And then and every... he's going to eat people. That's what's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> and every like big city has a prince uh, yeah. that all the other vampires have to report to. He's the one that kind of keeps everything in place, prince or princess. Uh, so you know, if Nosferatu goes out and kills a bunch of people. Uh, the very very powerful prince is probably going to come and and put mm. the boots to you or something. So.
1: That's just like uh, what was that show that was on HBO? True Blood. Same thing.
0: I never watched True Blood, but for it you. seems like that would probably good for you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cause I, I hear to... good things.
1: No, you know what? Like the first three seasons were fantastic, and then uh, it, the rest of it was just a slog fest. Like I can't not finish this. It was, the... and yeah. I cheered when i was done like that was <laughs> it was bad i we, was
0: it got bad i was the same way with uh smallville up until their final mm-hmm. season i'd slog through i feel like i was on board for most of it and then the last 3 seasons was just like oh god please let Spielberg. this be this yeah <laughs> they won't call him superman no <laughs> <laughs> and then the show ended with that BS where you never see him in the full costume and yeah. all he does is open his shirt. It's just, I don't want to think about it, but anyway, my back to my original point, they are developing. Uh, I didn't see the studio, so I apologize. I should have looked more into that, but vampire, of the masquerade is being developed for TV and film possibly. So nice. It may be a much bigger IP here in the future. I could definitely see a Netflix picking something like that up. Mm.
1: Sounds Definitely. like Amazon.
0: Also, I mean, Amazon's starving for content. Yeah, A- I mean, aside from what they've got, Invincible right now, which mm-hmm. I think we may talk about next week. Aside from uh, Invincible, uh, I can't think of. Well, they keep
1: getting these movies too, like Coming to America to
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um,
1: and it's it's so hit or miss. Right. There was a there was a series that came out last year called uh, Hunters, fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And but I don't I don't even think they've announced like a second season or anything like that. But it definitely led to that. But yeah, you know they've got they've got some stuff there. Uh, um, mm-hmm. fabulous Mrs. Maisel, which is a great show too. Uh, yeah.
0: Just nothing. Just nothing that sticks. I feel like. I mean, it's going to be hard to overcome kind of the dominant powerhouses of, you know, Disney with Marvel and Star Wars, and then mm-hmm. Netflix has, they've spent enough time building up some of those original IP that it's like, oh, you know, have to check out that Netflix show. Um, I think whenever Amazon finishes their Lord of the Rings show, they may be able to yeah. to really get in there, but I'll right. have to that see. One. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, So, yeah, that is pretty much all the news that I had for this week. So, like I said, we're going to go into uh, our spoiler reviews. So, guys, if you have not seen either Mortal Kombat or the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, please pause this and come back to it when you have uh, seen it and you can participate in the discussion. Because we do not want to spoil anything if you are not ready for it. But... Yeah, man, Steve. Well, actually, before we begin, yeah. uh, I want to touch base with our rating system. So, do you mind going back over our rating system for our audience? Of course not.
1: Now, the <laughs> bottom tier for the Nerd Smash TalkCast rating system is the Mudbutt. That is the very bottom. That is a movie that you may have walked out on. Uh, certainly a movie that you don't ever plan on watching again. Or... <laughs> that you'll tell someone to watch as a practical joke like that is uh and it's it basically includes most of Nicolas cage's library of movies um th- there's no need to sigh. see i wasn't even gonna bring it up i brought it up in a way that's palatable I just, for you
0: it, it's when i hear his name i really could <laughs> i could do without hearing his name everybody his
1: knows name. what a mud butt movie is yeah right and then we have just above that mud butt we have what we here at the Nerd Smash Talk has like to call 720p. Now, this is not the very worst thing, but it certainly is not necessary, and there's definitely better choices out there for you. (laughs) Next on our tier, we have Cuba Gooding Jr. or Liam Hemsworth. Now, this is a movie that you could probably watch several times because... There's really nothing wrong with Liam Hemsworth or Cuba Gooding Jr. It's yeah. just not the best. But there may yeah. be there may be some redeeming factors in this movie. These movies may be able to show you the money. <laughs> now, now we're getting into the good stuff. Now, Lt. and I uh, have had uh, a love affair with Demolition Man for a oh. while now, and this Preach. is what we consider to be a good movie. Now, a good movie, high rewatchability. Is that a word? Rewatchability? I'm sure it is. Coined, trademark. cut the check. (laughs) So, Demolition, man, we can definitely watch this movie over and over again. You'll probably quote some lines from it. Um, Definitely in your top movies, maybe not the best movies you've ever seen, but there it is. Good movie yeah and then our very top tier movie is going to be the video game windscreen um it is the flawless victory it flawless is victory. It is mega Man acquiring the powers of whatever robot he's defeated. It is literally yeah. the pinnacle of movie making
0: for the nerd Smash talk cast crew or if you uh take no damage in a game of street fighter and the right. guy goes perfect yes
1: <laughs>
0: correct <laughs> yeah man
1: so those are our those are that's our rating system and yeah uh it's sturdy there's some there's uh there's some categories there uh yeah. that uh you know you can't you can't take those movies out of because you're like you know what this is a 720p steve yeah. and lt are right so just
0: (laughs) 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 yes sir all right so with that explanation out of the way let's go ahead and get into our first review and that is the hbo max and theatrical film mortal Kombat. so uh the way i want to break this down is i want to talk about some things that we liked some things that we didn't and kind of see where we landed so steve what is it that you liked about this movie
1: I am glad it came out. <laughs> I'm glad it's here. Right? I I watched this movie twice this last weekend. Um It it mm-hmm. Okay, so I loved that first scene with uh The seven subs- minutes. Oh, the seven minutes. Good. The first Lord. seven minutes. That was Fantastic. It and there's was. some there's there's some other good things in the movie, including I mean, let me let me just tell you this. One of the best things in the movie, Kung Lao. Mm-hmm. One of the best things in the movie was Kung Lao. I'm sorry it got cut short for him, but it was still I loved him. I loved how he looked, I loved what he mm-hmm. did. Awesome. I loved his little story with Lu Kang. Uh loved Kung it. Lao or Kano? Uh, I said Kung Lao, sir. <laughs> We're not going to okay. talk about Kano in this section. We'll talk about <laughs> it in the next section, sir.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Okay. So, okay. Uh, I also uh, liked how they got their powers, how the characters got their powers. I thought it was fun.
0: Their Arcana.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a, a nice spin to it. I it's something yeah. that I didn't expect. I thought they were just going to have them, kind of like in the other Mortal Kombat movies. Um, mm-hmm. I like. I really like that. I really like that part and how the tattoo would transfer. Very cool. Yeah. And it also that whole tattoo thing kind of lends itself to why we we see multiple video games or multiple Mortal Kombat tournaments with the same fighters because they're somewhat immortal, right? At least I'm hoping that. Maybe some of these characters will be back. Maybe they won't. But I'm hoping that 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 may lend itself for them to come back Kung Lao. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I liked. Uh, I I also liked, I'm going to catch some heat for this, I also liked Shang Tsung. Now, I know it's not the same. I know it
0: wasn't the same. But he still, for me, pulled it off. Every time I see that guy, I only see the accountant from The Dark Knight. From The Dark Knight?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was he in Captain America, Winter Soldier, Civil War?
0: Something. I know he was in something. I think he was in something, but I'm having trouble placing where. Yeah. I didn't but. mind Cole either here. I really didn't.
1: I, Cole, yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind him. Um, Louis
0: Tan, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> uh. yeah. Um, so I'll echo your sentiment with the first seven minutes. I thought it was incredibly beautiful, like mm-hmm. well acted, well paced. There was like, you know, the the, the kind of. Scene with the raindrops falling onto the bloody leaves after, um, you know, Scorpion's family was killed and stuff. I just, I just thought it was a really great opening, and then uh, kind of how it went to the title after, like, Raiden walked away holding the baby and stuff. I was just like, God, well, so tragic. What a
1: great start.
0: Yeah. Um, Let me think. I. Uh, you know, there were elements of Kano that were, uh, a bit much, um, but I saw what they were trying to go for, especially as they were trying to set up his double cross. Mm-hmm. So I would say, uh, overall, I felt like Kano was an, was an entertaining part of the section of the movie that he was in, um. They 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 let him like ADR a bunch of lines just kind of like when nobody was talking, uh, which you know, I felt like they were doing that to kind of boost the movie up and give it more personality. Did you feel like they did that because we were used to when I say
1: used to, uh, we're used to having Johnny Cage in that point of view.
0: Um, I think in that so. Point of view role. Let me tell you something. I. I Kano is one of my favorite characters in the first Mortal Kombat movie. He's like that perfect like slimy mm-hmm. and it, he was just kind of more turned up to 11 in this movie. Uh but you know, I love me some Kano. So he's just kind of like that perfect kind of douchebag, you know, scumbag guy that you can just kind of rag on or whatever and and not really lose anything. Yeah. Uh so uh, I I I I will give Kano his flowers for my part. Yeah. Um uh you know, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, oh. I mean almost every single thing oh. that you did with them was yeah. like ah oh, geez, this is but so good. Can I can I, I point out something right here now that you said
1: Sub-Zero? Yeah. They 100% made Sub-Zero like number 8 on the tower <laughs> like <laughs> they did to where you have to restart you cuz you ain't yeah. you ain't going to win you're not They, and they were even said, like
0: you know <laughs> let's team up and take on zero <laughs> so that part actually made me laugh out loud like really hard because, <laughs> because everybody they were like, knows they were like we are all going to we're all going to go and fight our individual fighters. Raiden, you can separate us? Yes, I can. Okay, let's, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> what about Sub-Zero? We'll work on him together. All I saw was this, was like a family style, family guy style cut, and just like, all of them just curb stomping Sub-Zero <laughs> into the dirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. They, they really did put respect on his name, though. For real. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Mortal Kombat 2. I've maintained Mortal Kombat 2. If you said you beat Sub-Zero, you're lying to me. Well, you're a liar. Unless he was up first. Oh, yeah. If if you're talking about Sub-Zero at the top of the tower, it didn't happen. No, I, I don't believe uh-huh. it. But, um, yeah, everything with Sub-Zero and Scorpion when they were there uh, was awesome. Dude, the stuff they did with Sub-Zero when he was hunting, like, Cole's family. Yes. And he was like, kind of like, <sighs> you know, how it would snow when he was near or when he was standing outside of the doorway and then him Lost. and all his cold like, oh, smoke just oh and just like how brutally he just wrecked Jacks. I yeah. was just like, okay, on board. Yes. We're like they are nailing it with this guy. Um so I was just all about it, right? Mm-hmm. Also I I also liked um how they did the arcana and the and the powers and stuff how you had to like kind of earn it and find your truth and all that stuff. Yeah. Um and I liked how Kanos was angered. Yeah. Which <laughs> that was dope. I mean that was cool. Yeah. Although uh <laughs> I was questioning their choice cuz I was like, "Ooh, uh you're letting them get away with some spicy language on on this one cuz uh he he's kind of towing that line. I'm like, ooh, he he's throwing out um I don't I don't even know if I want to call it all the way r- like racist or anything yeah. like that. But yeah. he was he was towing a line and I was like, okay, I get we're supposed to understand this person is a bad guy. But you also I, I haven't heard somebody just kind of shooting from the hip like that since like n or eighties and nineties type movies. So mm. I was just like, Oh, they're they're making some choices. Okay. <laughs> but um I also have to say the first time I watched this movie um I super super hated a bunch of the CGI oh uh, but I, I rewatched it last night because I wasn't sure if I was, I watched it really late and I wasn't sure if I was imagining some bad CGI. And I do have to say it redeemed itself upon the second watch. I was yeah. like, okay, I was being too harsh on the CGI. It's actually not that bad. There's some parts that are still pretty sketch, but, uh, overall I'd have to say that, you know, I'd give it like a B or a C. Okay. Yeah. I kind of agree with that, but I,
1: I feel like it did kind of smooth out for me. Yeah. There's a budget here,
0: right? And you can see it. Can I Can I tell you my theory? Yeah. I think this movie had a budget. And then they were like, yo, this is going to be a big release on HBO Max for us. So, here's a lot more money. Make this stuff look better. Because there were some scenes uh, where the CGI was really, really sketch. And that made me think that that was the quality intended for most of the movie Mm. Uh, for example Raiden's force fields I don't know if that was an intentional design that looked listen (laughs) that looked terrible it was the exact same looking force field as the original Mortal Kombat movie and that's why I say I don't know if this is a choice yeah or if this is budgetary limitation I also say the same thing with like Raiden's eyes I was like come on uh come on, this is distracting. Yeah. <laughs> you put a filter over his eyes.
1: <laughs> and but, it's literally like a Snapchat filter. There's right. no there's no contouring. It's just...
0: right. It's just. White. But then you you see the stuff with like Sub-Zero or yeah. like the, you know, Liu Kang's Fire Dragon or uh, hell, Goro. And it was just oh, like yeah. man, this stuff yeah. looks really really Goro good. looked really good and he did not look good in the trailer. So... There's definitely a difference there. Uh, I the... still stand one million dollar animatronic puppet Goro. Yeah, he's still number one for me. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I mean, you
1: know, it was great. Um, yeah. Now, now these kids have this movie that they're going to watch, right? With all the cussing and blood and murder. But yeah. <laughs> here's here's something <laughs> that I that I didn't mention that I really liked was the sound in this movie. It was great. Uh Did you did you did you listen to any the, of that? Because there were some the, choices made uh in the sound
0: the, as far as sound effects?
1: Yeah, sound effects, just how okay. it, everything sounded, like even the music playing in the in the background. But one of the big things for me mm. was how Goro sounded. I'm like, Oh man, that sounds fantastic because they used yeah. like mixes of big cats and large mm. mammals yeah. just for his sounds. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Especially if you have yeah. a you know a decent sound bar or something like that, it was very cool. Very I will cool.
0: agree with you on the sound effects. Yeah. No. The, no? no. Well, let, let, let's go ahead and get into <laughs> it because I feel like we're I feel like we're dancing around it. So, Steve, what is it that you did not like about this movie? Um
1: i I didn't like the extreme Kano down in my face, down my throat. I didn't. I mean, I, it, he served a purpose. Right. And I feel like it yeah. evened out somewhere, but it was really kind of to the point where I was like, Oh my gosh, we get it. You're a bad guy. <laughs> I'm with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't like Cole's family. <laughs> I, I feel like they should have pulled the trigger on that and just let sub zero kill them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I feel like that would have been like a full circle kind of thing for his bloodline. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna kill your family.
0: I kinda get what you're saying with that. Yeah. Uh, it is weird the kinda rated R movie kinda pulled back. Yeah, and I don't know really why brutal like, nature. Yeah,
1: and I feel like they could have taken that and been something. So I did not like that. I feel okay. like they like there was a decision made there, like, oh, we could we could do this. And somebody I was like that. no, no, that's too much. It's not too much. Um, I did not like the fact that uh the homie Kung Lao checked out so quick because he was awesome. Okay. I don't know I don't know if you know I
0: stand Kung Lao though. That's I love Kung Lao uh in the video games. I did not Man. love this Kung Lao. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> just okay. showed up like About that business. About that business. Okay. I didn't say this in the last part either, but the martial arts in this movie were absolutely off the charts fantastic. Mm -hmm. Great action sequences, great martial arts. You could tell, like, real stunt choreographers and real Mm -hmm. kind of like martial artists were participating in this film. That being said, uh,. This movie has some of the absolute dog crap worst performances I have ever seen in my life. Are we talking about and that Raiden? includes? I'm gonna talk. Well, Raiden was fine. Was okay? he?
1: He, he? How do times do you, you have Raiden? to rewind it to understand what he
0: said? Uh, that's not even really his fault, though, right? That that's just them kind of mixing sound into yeah. the background Maybe. while he's talking. I felt like, and you know, his he's fault. got.
1: Huh? It felt like it was his fault. Felt like Raiden was a terrible
0: choice. I don't think he can. You first of all, they went with an authentic actor, and you know he can talk because you know who that is. That's freaking uh, Hogan in the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. You've heard him talk. You know he can wow. talk. That's what like I'm saying about choice. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he looks stupid. So I don't know. He didn't look great. Um, and but you know. I would say the people I could point out is, uh, first of all, uh, Josh Lawson, the guy that was playing Kano, who I recognized from House of Lies, and I was like, yo, is that Doug Guggenheim? What? Uh. (laughs) I I could not place him for like the first hour, and then it just (laughs) snapped in my head, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. The the kind of uptight, nerdy guy from House of Lies House of with Lies. Don Cheadle. <laughs> Is Australian Kano in this movie? Wait, that, what? He has muscles? What? <laughs> Could not comprehend. But I felt like he knew what kind of movie he was in. And he was sure. hamming it up to the extreme degree. But then at the same time, it was like, oh, my God. Uh, the guy that, or er, McCad Brooks to play Jax. Um, you know, Sonya Liu Kang, just, I, i part of it was some of the dialogue that they gave to them, but overall, I really don't have that big of a problem with the story either, because it honors the original Mortal Kombat story, but, you know, if you have someone who is already giving a bad performance, and then once, like, this action scene ends, and they go, ha ha, flawless victory, you go, oh my. please stop please stop like it at least made sense in the original movie when somebody would say (laughs) that because like an actual fight would have occurred that is being moderated and then Shang Tsung would stand up and he would go flawless victory Yeah, and it would be like yeah "Yeah, that was was cool
1: that was awesome it was kind of of shoehorned in there it really was when
0: the person says their own finishing line why do you do that?
1: Yeah.
0: But I just have to bring it back to the performances. It was it was just like laughably bad for some of them. And I was just like I this is this is making me mad because yeah. it's it's bringing down my enjoyment of something that is supposed to be so simple. And it's different I think for something like this and something like Godzilla versus Kong because it's not like Godzilla versus Kong are going to sit there and have dialogue with each other, right? We want to see right. monkey and lizard fight, yeah, and and throw lasers and all this stuff. If Mortal Kombat could survive without talking, then great. But the problem when you have these characters talk is if they talk bad, it makes me hate that character more. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Sonya Blade was was really working my nerves there for a little bit. I'm like, this is the best they could do. This is
0: it. Well, and my issue with Sonya Blade and her whole story arc was just give her the tattoo from the beginning. Yeah. Why does she have to earn her tattoo? Because then it was me spending over half the movie being like, why are you here? Yeah. They don't want you here. Yeah. You're not supposed to be here. What is your motivation to want to?
1: Inconsequential in this war for Earth.
0: Why do you want to fight? Why do you want to fight outer space demons you know that can that have superpowers? Yeah. What what is what is your goal? Did your dad die fighting Mortal Kombat? What is the yeah. the the appeal for you? Just give her the tattoo. Yeah. I agree with you.
1: I agree with you. She's the one that did all the research and then then Cole yeah. just shows up like, "Hey, I got this tattoo." She was since the birth. driving
0: force. She was like, "We all have to go compete in Mortal Kombat." Okay? But like, you don't even have a tattoo. How do you even know about this? Jack's got a tattoo. He's not here though. I know. <laughs> he got his arms broke uh, off in the first act.
1: <laughs> hey, I did not hate Jax in this. Mm. I didn't hate his arms because remember how weird they looked in the trailer? Yeah. It didn't look like that on on the finished product. I mean, mm. didn't hate
0: it. Mm. All right. Mm. Okay. He was there. He was
1: there. He was there. He was there. You're right. You're right.
0: But that it, bicycle the whole, kick,
1: though, from Liu Kang? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It looked
0: better than the one from the 90s one. Yeah. So. Look, I'm not crapping on anything action. Uh, I was prepared to come on here and crap on the CGI, but I will rescind that. Uh, you know, it's always oh, it the performances. And the performances made me hate the characters. Mm. It, you know, Except for Kano. Kano was going for what he was going for. Uh, again, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, just mwah, chef's kiss yeah. on both of those. Um, not enough of either one um <laughs> cole there mm. you know <laughs> raiden eh, could have been cooler okay when you make me appreciate christopher lambert version wow and and A whitewashed as, as problematic <laughs> as the christopher lambert version is yeah but that i don't put that on the actor no it's just like you know you know what Raiden looks like in in the in the things, right? Yeah, he's got the white robes, he's got the the black headdress on. You know, his his eyes don't really have like the pupils in them. He I just, just felt like kind that of looks hat like was
1: too small, too.
0: I didn't have a problem with the hat necessarily. It was just everything, everything underneath it. Yeah, everything. I had a problem with everything Raiden. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Yeah. I and also like I don't know if it was like a, a you know, oh, he's too powerful to do this or something like that. But like Raiden fought in the first game,
1: sure
0: did. You don't want to have Raiden fight, and I know that the guy that played Raiden can fight because he was in Thor, two Thor, movie three Thor movies. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, the 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 bit that I was saying, you you said you enjoyed the sound. I enjoyed the sound effects. The score? Uh too much. Too, too much,
1: much of the Did did you feel like they tried to amp up the score to increase the Tension in a scene that the actors weren't carrying out because there was a couple scenes there. Yes, that, that kind of <laughs> that kind of feel that way.
0: It's like the editor was sitting there. Ooh, um, they. We are need not some doing emotion it. in this. <laughs> right. Yeah. So when someone is just th- this is a, this is a little key if, if you guys are watching a movie if someone is just talking and you hear the score behind them going dun, 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 and they're having a normal conversation. Um, red flags. Chances are you're watching a crappy movie. <laughs> or that person's not holding their weight and yeah. they're trying to hide something. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if people are having a regular conversation, you uh, kind of want to let it breathe so you can hear what they're saying. You know what? I wonder if this distracted. is a
1: Wonder Woman kind of thing. Like, like, yeah, you beat up those those bank robbers in the mall to an <laughs> extremely loud background music. <laughs> Usually well, but, saved for some kind of world-ending alien. But no, we're just talking about Jim and Dan who decided to rob this bank and you beat them soundly to this yeah. soundtrack. So, yeah. It's
0: just... And and the Wonder Woman in the Justice League cut, you know, it was distracting. That was the whole point of what we mentioned it. It was just coming out and it was the... It was... It was too much. And it was the same thing with this movie. Like, I'm sitting here watching the movie, and they're just, like, exterior shots of them walking in the desert. And it was like,
1: We don't see anything. Like, nothing, literally nothing is
0: happening. Nothing's
1: happening.
0: Uh I appreciated the fatalities, the the few of them that we got in here. I realized they couldn't kill some characters; uh, they had to save some for sequels and stuff like that. And by all accounts, this movie is doing great, so we're probably gonna get two more movies. Yeah. But my goodness, i <laughs> i need some uh, i need some better performances to show up. <laughs> all right, man, where did you end up on this thing? Um, definitely, uh, Cuba Gooding
1: jr on this one uh it really kind of borderline that 720p but i did watch it more than once and i i feel like i liked it better the second time i don't know i I really (laughs) do i kind of checked out that first time and that's why i signed on to go watch it a second time but i feel like i enjoyed it more maybe because some of my expectations were tamped and i was able to just enjoy it for what it was and i think that that's the key here um, there's really, I mean, there's there's some flaws here, right? Yeah. But I mean, if you just kind of watch it and say, "Well, it this literally is what it is," I think that that Liam Hemsworth, Cuba Gooding Jr., that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I I also liked it more the second time I watched it. I realized I was probably being too harsh on it the first time. Uh, but for me, the first time I watched this movie, I really effing hated this movie. Uh, it was full mud butt for me. The first time I watched it. Uh, I will raise it to 720p. Uh, I was being really hard on it, but again, there were... It was just the... Oof. It's like, if 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 I can't connect to the character because I hate to perform it so much. There wasn't enough Sub-Zero or Scorpion mm. or uh, even Kano. Uh, or, or there wasn't enough was Kano?
1: <laughs> you need more Kano in your Mortal Kombat movie?
0: I don't... Probably. Yeah. I mean, I needed more Kano than, than Kung Lao. First of all, Uh, that was the worst introduction of a character I've ever seen in a movie. Going back to the first Suicide Squad movie, when they said, "By the way, this is Katana. She has a sword that steals souls." It's like, okay, why is she here right now? (laughs) That's what Kung Lao was. They were like, Uh, "Hey, stuff is happening." Maybe I was. He jumped out of the ground and said, (laughs) "Blah, I am also Kung Lao, and I'm here." All right. Cool as it looked. Cool as it looked. I loved it. it really and he did the cool. stuff with the hat. Yes. Cool. Looked cool. Yes. And, and he hit his pose and everything. He did. Cool. See? Does not oh, forgive.
2: Oh, man.
0: Why couldn't he just be there before that? Did they just have to have him come from a portal in the ground? Yes. And I'm like, Cause that's okay.
1: How, that's the man.
0: But is, is he dead? Was he a dead person that came up? Like I know that in the video games, like he was like a reincarnated soul or something like yeah. that. But like, yeah. he just he just showed up and they didn't explain. It was like he came out the ground. That's my cousin. oh yeah, that's my dude. He was he he's literally the the whole uh, the whole fate of our team rests on Kung Lao. I was like, oh, the guy we're just now being introduced to. <laughs> he was busy. Yeah, I'm glad uh, Shang Tsung took his soul, just oh, snatched wow. it right up. Wow. <laughs> that was cool cg yeah that looks uh maybe this movie will get a budget next time we can hire some real actors oh,
2: wow. that's
0: that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a take
1: yeah somebody sorry, write I'm that really, down somebody write I that was, down <laughs>
0: <laughs> i just didn't love the performances and Maybe I'm being too hard on the actors. Maybe it's this guy, it was his first time directing a movie. Maybe he mm-hmm. just didn't know how to pull the right stuff. I mean, that's certainly the case with Raiden, because I've seen him in in better stuff. Um, but it just like some of the performances, some of the lines they had these people say mm-hmm. uh just unforgivable. The stuff Liu Kang was doing where he was just like consci- like he's he's like showing like I, i'm like miming like his watch yeah, his arms next time you watch the movie watch his arms as he goes through the movie well he's
1: uh, like something we didn't touch on Luke kang's character completely weird <laughs> completely weird like it was an absolute the only thing Luke kang about that character was the name and then the fire oh. dragon and then his like special moves but As far as like what we think Liu Kang would be like and that, which would be like a, more like a Bruce Lee character, right? Yeah. Uh, none of that. None of it.
0: When he took his shirt off and he was just like flexing, I was like, there it is. Dude looks great. There it is. Right.
1: Yep. Yeah. And he just didn't eat.
0: Nothing else was Liu Kang though. It was weird. Afterthought. Mm Mm-hmm. Afterthought. And I hate Liu Kang as an afterthought because they're like, oh, he's the greatest warrior of the Shaolin Temple of Light and, uh, here's here's Cole. Yeah. His power is he's brass body from Man in the Iron Fists. True. End, end of story. And I, He gets beat up a lot.
1: And I don't know and why he, I don't know why they saved him. Like, that was literal <laughs> literal plot armor.
0: <laughs> he, uh, he carries the movie, Steve, mm. and we ended up where we ended up. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I'm officially landing on 720p. Uh, okay. Where'd you Where'd you land again? Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's fine. All right. Well, that is where we are for that. Let's go ahead and move into Oh boy, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh boy, how you want to do this, bro? So, I I say um, you know, we have our time here. Let's just take it episode by episode. Sounds good. And uh let's uh let's just kind of end up with uh with our thoughts at the end as well. So, okay. uh we had the first episode. What was the name of that episode? That episode was called New World Order. New World Order. Yeah. Okay. Um I I definitely love the the first episode. There there was kind of a weird pacing thing in the middle, but uh, reintroducing us to Sam and Bucky, um, you know, Sam gives the shield to the Smithsonian. Um, He has that cool action scene where he fights GSP in the desert. Yes. Um, Yes. (laughs) That was very cool. That was a great way to start this show out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, that was just, it was just really dope. And I, I really enjoyed uh, uh, the whole benefit of this whole Disney Plus series is getting to know these characters more yeah. and seeing them, like seeing Sam go back to his family, his nephews. They call him Uncle Sam, which, haha. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but, you know, just like that whole thing, uh, Bucky and his sc- scenes with the, oh. with the, the Asian dad. Wrenching. And, yeah. Him knowing that he killed his son. and So uh, what Bucky's doing
1: in this first episode is he is going through a checklist and going to the families of the people that he has murdered as the Winter Soldier um, yeah. and trying to make amends to them by helping them or speaking to them and trying to also clear his conscience of uh, what he's done. As Winter Soldier, yeah.
0: yeah, it was. I think it was just really, uh, like well done, like a great in, reintroduction. Mm. We kind of get the little bit of the Flash Flag Smashers kind of coming in, and yeah, I mean, I I love the first episode. Uh, I I think I rewatched it two more times that first week it came mm. out just because. Mm. Now, the Flag
1: Smashers, let's t- talk about that for a second. They are yeah. actually a group of super soldiers that yes. have taken the super soldier serum, just like Steve mm-hmm. Rogers, mm-hmm. and they believe that life was better during the blip. Yeah. Meaning, while everybody was gone and all <laughs> there was half of the population of Earth, uh, all creatures great and small, they believe it was better then.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: And they are willing to do what it takes to get back to that point, yeah Um.
0: And, and overall, with like the flag smashers and and kind of their goals, I think we'll kind of come back to like how we feel about them overall. They were led yeah. by um Carly Morgenthau, who was portrayed by Aaron Kellyman yeah. uh who was also. You know, basically playing the same character in solo a Star same, Wars stories. Same character, <laughs> same thing. But um, yeah, uh, she she was playing Carly Morgenthau, uh, who in the comics Carl Morgenthau was the flag smasher. So it was just yeah. the one flag smasher guy. He had a weird get up, and he was just like, "Blah, we shouldn't have borders." So yeah. kind of keeping true to uh that original theme there but uh I think going into it I like the idea that there was kind of this ambiguous force and there was just like a group of super soldiers we didn't know how many or you know what their goals were in the beginning um so you know yeah I I liked how the first episode was paced and yeah, then we had the shot at the thing. end mm-hmm. with uh John Walker coming down and giving us the wink and the nod yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, dude. That dude was awesome. Yeah. Wyatt Russell. Who's Wyatt I, I didn't, Russell dude? Ugh. He's uh Kurt Russell's son. son right. and Goldie Hahn's son. I never saw him in anything other than Black Mirror. I was gonna say the same thing. I saw him in Black Mirror as well. Uh in that one episode with the video game. The augmented reality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, oh wait. Cool. Yeah. All
1: right. (laughs) Whatever. Cool. And I did not know that it was, listen, I'm dumb. I did not know that that was Kurt Russell's son until the Thursday before the last episode aired. (laughs) And then I'm looking at this dude like, what is wrong with me? Like, why didn't I pick that
0: up? He's a dead ringer for (laughs) Kurt Russell, especially in the eyes. Yeah. You can tell. Um. I so true? yeah his whole damn face is kurt russell's yeah. face
1: yeah. yeah
0: um so then we go into the second episode which is when uh you know sam and bucky have their call to action uh about trying to confront some of these flag smashers or see what they're about uh this while at the same time
1: the star spangled man ah yeah because they yes. had an introduction with the yeah. high school and yep and and and, you know true to what the government does right sam gives this this piece of americana and world saving emblem to the smithsonian institute and true to form the u.s government's like no we're just gonna take that and do what we want with it pass (laughs)
0: we're gonna give it to this this guy (laughs) there needs to be a captain america and we choose this guy he
2: is
0: (laughs) uh this is our guy he's gonna do what we say because he's done multiple tours and uh he has been used by the system and we Mm -hmm. have made him into our perfect guy that was trying to live up to this mantle so yeah
1: <laughs> so in this episode
0: also, sam and
1: bucky team up right yeah and this yeah. was kind of their first outing as a
0: team and mm-hmm. bucky's kind of salty here oh yeah he's salty because sam gave up the shield yeah he instead of taking on the mantle of captain america he was like bro like you you kind of are ruining this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Steve had a whole plan for you. We sat down and we talked about it. We was like, yeah, Sam needs to be Captain America. Yeah, and Sam was like, uh, no, for many reasons that you do not understand. <laughs> yeah, that would come up later. So, well, no, there was this episode too. Oh yeah, he took him, yeah, you're right. He took
1: Sam. Bucky took mm-hmm. Sam to go meet uh, Isaiah.
0: Um, Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley. Bradley and yeah, we found uh, out that there were. Can I tell you? I never in a million years thought that we would see Isaiah Bradley. I just got chills. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I I did not think they would do that story. And even Elijah even in Marvel Bradley. comics. Oh yeah, well, and Elijah Bradley is there. They kept him his role really 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 small, but uh, Elijah Bradley is definitely there. Uh, so another future young Avengers set all part up, of the plan. but
1: all part of the plan. Oh yeah,
0: they don't. They do all this stuff for a reason. Um, but yeah, it's man, just kind of like the whole Isaiah Bradley story. The fact that yeah. that's even like kind of not super well known even in the comic stuff right mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's a big deal and i love how they tied it into sam's overall story and his hesitation and and all that stuff so um, yeah it gave it gave a lot of uh gravitas to the just the
1: story of why yeah. sam didn't necessarily want to be
0: captain america yeah. i thought it was great
1: to pull from that
0: yeah and uh, just what Captain America means, what the shield as a symbol means, mm-hmm. like, and, and how it means different things to different people. Because, you know, we also see throughout the course of the series, um, you know, John Walker trying to live up to the the same ideals, but in his own way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, again, I thought it was a really great episode uh, again um really kind of starts hammering in like what this thing is, is going on and there's also some stuff going on with the vaccines that actually want to uh the, the vaccines that the flag smashers are trying to steal that actually want to mm-hmm. come back to in a little bit but um yeah and then what was episode 3 that i feel so dumb now it
1: is titled power broker and <laughs> one of the first one of the first characters that we even see is Sharon Carter. Yeah. Like I feel like well, they names I na- they name these episodes for a reason. And then when you look yeah. back on it like, wow, I'm pretty dumb. Once they,
0: <laughs> once they do reveals. Yeah. Well, we got return of Sharon Carter, but also at the start of this episode we got the return of Zemo. Yeah. Ooh. Uh ah. <laughs> uh big props to Daniel Bruhl. Woo! Coming in. I mean, he, he, he really came in and just like sold it and killed it. I almost, it almost made me feel like he was underutilized in civil war, mm. but I, I know civil war had a lot going on, so he, he could only be used so much, but
1: longing, man,
0: freight car, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, um, you know, they, they, Zemo bust himself out of prison uh and reveals he is definitely a real legit baron and has access to tons of wealth and private jets and a super butler that does whatever he wants um uh, and they meet they go to Majorepore uh yay, yay. where they uh eventually encounter Sharon uh who helps them track down the person that's been formulating the secret soldier serum uh and there was a line uh, that Zemo said when they were going into Madripoor, that was just fantastic. And it was um, Sam, he was going in, he had to have an alias. So he was dressed up like Smiling Tiger. Mm. And he was walking in and he's <laughs> like, man, I feel like I'm sitting here dressed like a pimp. And freaking woke Zemo comes in and he's like, only in America will a, um, you know, elegantly dressed black man uh think that he's yeah. dressed like a pimp or something like yes. that i don't know the exact line but i was just like dang zero coming in with the truth bombs <laughs> um it, you know it just kind of goes to show he's he's a bad guy but he's not the bad bad yeah. guy <laughs> not, the, not the bad guy <laughs> That's what uh, it just it will you know Kill anyone related to any kind of superpowers. That's that's his bag. So yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, what were you thinking, kind of coming out of this episode? So coming out of
1: this episode, I really uh, didn't know what the whole power broker. I thought that that was going to be the main focus at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was trying, you know, you know what you do. Uh, Power broker is going to be Mephisto, of course, of course, right? Because that's what <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you what just kind of overanalyze what, what everything. You <laughs> just try to overanalyze everything, and you know, I got to stop yeah. doing that and just enjoy it. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that episode led into, well, I think what is mine and probably the <clears throat> internet's favorite episode, which was The Whole World is Watching, episode Ooh. four. Maybe and that this this was the episode it went
0: hard from minute one. It it went for it. Um you know, we got more backstory on Carly and the Flag Smashers, what they were going for. We had that little line from one of her followers. He was like, Yeah, you know, when I was growing up, I used to be a big Captain America fan. Obviously at the end of the episode he is being murdered by a Captain America. <laughs> yes. Which is kind of tragic in its own right. The imagery here also yeah.
1: We need to talk about the Wakandans here.
0: Oh, the Wakandans. I forgot about them.
1: Yeah. We so... need to talk about the Dora Malage that showed up because Bucky has essentially partnered with Zemo, who yeah. killed T'Chaka, their former mm-hmm. king, by mm-hmm. way of Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yep. Uh... The room was handled by the
0: door. Malaje. Oh mean, wait, actually, it wasn't by way of Winter Soldier. Zemo, Zemo killed just, him That himself. was a bomb, right? Yeah, he framed you. the Winter he Soldier. He framed the Winter Soldier.
1: So he got you. You're yeah, gotcha. Right. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, but yeah, um, I I feel like it was an accurate portrayal of you know just some dude trying to talk down a woman, like oh, kind of <laughs> mansplaining to her, like listen, honey. I got this covered. (laughs) Everything's fine here. And obviously it wasn't fine because he uh, proceeded to catch an L. And then he was
0: really in his feelings about it. Right, right. And uh, by that point, he was already in possession of... Was he already in possession of the super soldier serum? Not Not yet. yet? Okay. Yeah, but he definitely got, like, stomped uh you know what? no, he was, he was because he did yep, he did have it because he had a conversation with Lamar Lamar, his boy Battlestar, that we didn't really talk about <laughs> way to bring in that that character from the eighties, bro that's fantastic, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they brought in uh or he was talking to Battlestar about it it was like, what would you do with uh with uh the serum if you had it you know lamar that that classic you know magical best friend trope man you know i would take a i would save a lot of people yeah yeah you could do a lot of good with them powers yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> or you know take the shield and just kill someone with it straight
0: up murder now <laughs> people people said he decapitated somebody i think he just caved in his chest That's what I by think. beating him over yeah. and over either and over. way either
1: way yeah yeah. It was one smooth shot that mm-hmm. uh then that was all recorded on uh, people's cell phones and wherever they were yeah Podia or with something like that
0: wherever they were. I loved the parallels uh with like that and and the kind of whole you know police brutality thing mm-hmm. because uh you know Captain America is this American authority figure right, and there's this element of you know, kind of real life events that's kind of playing out. And you you have this kind of haunting tone behind it while it's happening. He's got this crazy look on his face as he's bringing the shield down. And um, yeah, he just proceeds to murder this guy and then stand up. And you see everybody's phones are out kind of filming him. And I was like, oh, yeah, yikes, a little tight for this guy right now. So and that brings us to the episode called Truth and truth was also the name uh of the comic book where Isaiah Bradley was in it was truth red uh red red white and black i think i think that was right but um uh, that that really kind of explained Isaiah Bradley's whole story and uh sam and after they had that knockdown drag out fight with uh john walker which was
1: brutal right oh we didn't talk about uh the Dora Milaje and the Contra Code. <laughs> You're right. They straight up 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 down down Bucky.
0: Right. <laughs> Whoops. You don't get that arm anymore, yeah. you jerk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they just kinda just kinda stood there like,
0: oh yeah. uh sorry. <laughs> yeah. We're also uh missing out on uh Zemo's mechanations. Um Turkish delight. Yes. It is a delicacy. You know, (laughs) it's kind of... (laughs) I I, I was a little disturbed by how uh, easily he was able to whisper to children. Mm. And his Zemo theme playing behind it does not help with the... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look, why is Zemo the smoothest brother in the MCU? Somebody please tell me.
0: (laughs) Somebody please let me know. I... There was a, a... portion of me that thought he was about to take the super soldier serum Mm. but then i was like ah man it kind of goes against everything that he believes in and i'm glad they honored his character in that way like (laughs) he's like heck no i don't want more of this yeah that's been his thing from why would i want more of you people running around yeah yeah but um yeah so we get to truth and you know, this is after you know they they apprehend John Walker. He has to stand trial for his crimes. He has that line, that was great, where he's talking to the council and he's like, "But you built me. Yeah, you made me. This is, yeah, this is you. This is yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> that was that was great. True. Be, between that stuff, uh, you know, that was going on with him and the kind of fallout he was having. And also, you know, the the conversations that was being had with Isaiah Bradley later, there was a meme that came out, and it said, uh, the title of this show should be, uh, instead of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it should be Institutionalized Racism and the Way We Treat Our Veterans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Ouch! <laughs>
0: that, listen, oh man, God. up to this point, they have not shied away from anything. No. Uh, no. And they had way harder conversations uh that I both appreciated and also never imagined that they would mm-hmm. be having uh especially on a Disney Plus show not even in the theaters on a Disney mm-hmm. Plus show uh and I'll give a special credit to the line where Isaiah Bradley is like They'll never let a black man be Captain America. Never thought. I know a lot of people were thinking it in their brains, but I never thought that that actual line would have been said in this show.
1: Man, it's crazy. Like like I said, they didn't shy away from anything. They didn't shy away from uh, the perceived notion that maybe John Walker, you know, was on his uh, law enforcement thing and the fact that you know that u.s soldiers were treated
0: uh like less than because of the color of their skin not even just uh the the, i mean yeah there were the soldiers especially at referencing kind of like the the tuskegee experiments and and Mm -hmm. that whole thing but not even just the ones color of their skin like look at how you know he kind of hinted at it in his conversation with Lamar, where he was like, bro, the stuff that we did in Afghanistan, we don't feel like heroes for what we did. Ooh, yeah. He's clearly traumatized from it. This, he doesn't this show know. went deep. It did. It definitely did. Um, And then, so we had that. And then the Wakandans, uh, well, actually, let me take a step back. John Walker managed to break Sam's wings. Yeah. And by the way, take oh, these
2: broken right. wings and let me fly again.
1: That's
0: my bad rendition. Have Weeks. you been holding on to that? Weeks. <laughs> I was singing it right after it happened. <laughs> and take oh, these broken God. wings oh, okay. <laughs> and let me fly again. Never been so free. Ooh,
1: that's. <laughs> That was clean, bruh. That was clean. <laughs> I'll allow it.
0: Um, But he did that and he gave his broken wings to Joaquin Torres, mm-hmm. uh, which, if you guys didn't know, uh, Torres in this show, Joaquin Torres in the show, uh, in the comics, eventually takes up the mantle of Falcon. So there's even foreshadowing there uh, as who the new Falcon can be. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, the, the, You know, Bucky smooths things out with the Wakandans uh, since he gives them back Zemo. They decide instead of taking him to Wakanda, which he will never escape from, they took him to the raft, which he will definitely escape from. Yes. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Correct, sir. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) We also
1: got um, a cameo from a new character Hmm. in this episode with Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. uh, Oh, that's right. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, who yes. kind of uh, approaches Walker because
0: mm-hmm. she knows it's over for him? Yeah, <clears throat> and she makes a deal with him to kind of get him back into the game. So mm-hmm. we'll see what what she's supposed to play out. Now, this is where Marvel's whole timeline getting shuffled really kind of sucks because Black Widow was supposed to come out first, and she yeah. was originally she originally had an unnamed part in that movie so now we clearly know what her part is going to be in black widow but i'm sure black widow was going to provide more context as to what she was in this show so
1: but maybe now we i definitely feel it when black widow comes out we may not feel it too
0: i mean she's in black widow for yeah. sure well, so, i'm talking about the shift in the time we oh may not even feel it it may we funny. may yeah i'm I think there's definitely ways where you can do it where mm-hmm. it won't feel like one was supposed to come first, but uh, you know, I just kind of look back as man, we were supposed to get Black Widow last year. You know, when we eventually got to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it was supposed to it was supposed to come in a certain order. So I just kind of was longing for that, but um, yeah, you know. Another jam-packed episode had that brutal cliffhanger.
1: Mm-hmm. With... Well, we also
0: saw uh, uh,
1: Captain Bucky Barnes hitting on Sam's sister in this episode, Ooh. which was
0: fantastic. Yeah. I that was uh, one of my favorite I, things in the in the series. Yeah, that fair that felt very lethal gun esque to me. That felt like, their very their too. Like if you if you can imagine those two people, yeah, in a real life
1: situation, I. I yeah. just feel like that was like a natural thing
0: for Bucky yeah. to do. Yeah, I also appreciated Sam's eighties training montage with the sheep <laughs> and <laughs> yes, how man. he almost it, killed himself several was times I was trying to
1: train with it. <laughs> Me and my sons were like, "Oh, the 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 Karate Kid training
0: montage! It was good." Yeah, I heard the the Guiles theme music in the background like. <half> dun, d-dun, 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 d-dun. I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Um, <laughs> and then that brings us to the final episode. Mm. Yeah, man, the
1: flag smashers mantra one world, one people. So, yeah. uh it starts out very cool. The end of the yes. previous episode, um Sam asks for a favor, Mm -hmm. and uh, they deliver, the Wakandans deliver a new suit for him, but we don't get to see it yet. Right. Yes. And we also know that John Walker has fashioned his own shield by welding some scrap metal (laughs) together. Uh, Yeah,
0: that was the post-credit scene on episode five. That was the post-credit scene.
1: So now we see Bucky and Sharon. Pursuing the Flag Smashers into the GRC. Is that what it's called? GRC building? Um,
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, Uh, yeah. Global Repatriation Council. Gotcha. So where they go and and they're trying to save them because they know that there's the the threat of the Flag Smashers there. They empty out the building and that's when
0: we first get to see Sam. Holy smokes. Woo! He is no longer the Falcon. He is officially taking the mantle of... Captain America. He sure did, and he announced
1: it like, "I'm Captain America."
0: Yeah, it was Uh, fantastic. Not Black Falcon, not Black Captain America. He is just Captain America, and everyone in the crowd was kind of like, "That's Black Falcon."
1: Like that's (laughs) nah.
0: That's (laughs) Captain
1: America. Did you hear somebody say Captain Falcon loved it? Yes.
0: I heard, Falcon Punch! I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> Captain Falcon is yes. canon in the MCU. Do it. Do it. Yeah. There, somebody's a fan of Smash. They they slipped that in there. They Captain did. Falcon! <laughs> yeah. Um, this suit, guys, um, I know it's probably been spoiled to high heaven, as it should be. It is one of the best-looking suits in the MCU to date. Mm-hmm. And very Um, star and very spangled, it is very cool. But it's it's also very comic accurate. Yeah, but it also took some liberties that I think are improvements on the on the comic book costume because, like, the comic book costumes wings are entirely red and they they kind of arc down, but these wings like arc up. Yeah, and they have they're they're like kind of white, but they have a, a tinge of blue in the middle of them they're 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 beautiful Mm. they are beautiful his his joy his suit is just a joy to witness and experience yeah i got a different take
1: oh okay uh so looks very cool right some of those close-up shots even my 12 year old Mm. son was like they couldn't get him a suit to fit oh why does why captain why black Captain America gotta have a baggy ass suit on?
0: <laughs> I don't think it was that baggy though there was one thing uh the shoulder pads he has like raised shoulder pads that gives the kind of perception of like uh mm. I, I get what you're saying there because the shoulder- even pads on his throw neck, him. and when he would turn his head, it was like gaps,
1: and my son yeah. pointed out like look, see right there, and it was because his hand was floating inside of that inside of that glove that fingerless Mm. glove and i was like man that's kind of right i mean like i don't know why they wouldn't do but it was a real suit and it wasn't all cg too so yeah yeah so he
0: was actually wearing it yeah um i thought it looks great uh I do. There, I did have the one issue with the shoulder pads because it kind of throws off. But it's not an issue. Sizing. Believe me. This isn't yeah. an issue. This is
1: me nitpicking the hell out of it because I watched <laughs> it three times. I'm serious. I mean, it was just me
0: just being like, oh, I don't know what they're doing there. But um, I loved uh, his newfound creativity with the shield and how he incorporates it. Yes. And it was fight. And how he has the knowledge of like tech and working with Red Wing. Hey, find out if this person has flight training. I need to disable this helicopter. And it was or the Asian woman. <laughs> <laughs> and and Just luckily, crazy. she was able to handle everything. Yeah, it was the whole show um, up to this point uh, is great. We eventually uh, get some closure. You know, John Walker comes in. He decides he doesn't want to be a complete butthead. And tries to save some lives. Mm-hmm. You know, Bucky gets to save some people for the first time, and they thank him for it. And he's like, "Well, oh, what's this feeling?" Yeah, yeah. Um, and we you see know. the
1: power of the suit here too, because yes. we know it's made of vibranium, and we know right. that that, uh, that Sam is not a super soldier, but he does rely on the shield, the wings, and the suit mm-hmm. to do some amazing things.
0: Thanks, Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you came through clutch with that one.
1: Right, right. Now, he but, does have that very Steve Rogers-esque monologue in here which I really appreciated. Oh, where he's talking okay. to the to the GRC.
0: Incredible. Yeah. Uh that was a very straight up like old school Steve Rogers scene where yeah. he's he's actually chastising them. yeah And it's beautiful because who in their right minds would not want to go to some of these politicians and senators and stuff and give them a piece of your mind and have them be like, Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm being chastised by Captain America. What should I do, bro? Your job be better. Try. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I love the energy that was coming from it. And, you know, it's just, he's going to be a different Captain America, but in a good way. And, I didn't even realize it, but he they really put him through the ringer to make him earn it in this show yeah, they did I mean to the point
1: where he turned his back on it and came full circle yeah through the experiences yeah. that weren't easy and fun, but yeah. more recognizing trauma mm-hmm. and uh disparagement like that that's I- how they
0: that's how they brought him in. I also love the line by Bucky in the previous episode where he said, I don't think Steve or I ever put together or fathomed what it would mean for a black man to take up the shield. Yeah. That was such a, a, like, such an eye opening moment. I mean, there was something that happened in this episode that was building for me, but I Mm -hmm.
1: just felt like these, these characters are so real in this episode. Because I can see that with Bucky, right? So yeah. you have a best yeah. friend that becomes Captain America. You're still his best friend, right? Mm-hmm. But the world sees him differently, but you still got to
0: razin. him. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Reg- you, you know what I mean by that? You, like it's, he's like, that you, see was, that, you see that speech? It's like, no, I was, I was texting, but you yeah. said some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: said something about uh, being black, black guy, Captain America, I don't know. Like that is so, that is great writing. And that's why, that's why it became so endearing, I think, because we saw that throughout. And of Mm -hmm. course, of course, that's his
0: response. Yep. Of course. Also, end of the episode, uh, Bucky was literally invited to the cookout. Literally showed up with a target cake to the cookout. (laughs) He, kids playing on his arm and stuff. I'm like, yep, that's Uncle Bucky right <laughs> yes, there. <laughs> yep. Uh,
1: we're all African-Americans. And Mark. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> it was great.
0: Now... Great. Uh, so, there's two things I want to bring up that I think were negatives on this show. Um, and I think overall I did enjoy it. Uh, but there were... The two things I want to bring up. And one's more serious than the other. But one... Um, I I saw some theory videos that there were some rewrites that were done with this show around the flag smashers, that I think definitely impacted their storyline, especially like the stuff with Mama Danya and stuff like that, because uh, I I think in the original version of this script there was a a, a pandemic element, mm-hmm. because the flag smashers were trying to secure like vaccines and stuff like that. And if the Global Repatriation Council was like hoarding access to vaccines because of an ongoing pandemic, might hit a little too close to home. Yeah. And some so yeah. Disney was probably like, "Nah, let, let's cut out the whole pandemic vaccine element." And I think there was something missing from the flag smashes with that that they didn't have the impact that they probably should have because it mm-hmm. seemed like there was some stuff there just seemed like there was something missing with them, and it's not like, like they a, didn't a have piece time of their for purpose. It. You mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but because we didn't know some of their ultimate goal and stuff like that, or what was really driving them. And I think that probably was written out. And it's really a shame that, again, you know, if that is the case, then the pandemic really hampered probably one of the heaviest emotion, heavy, heaviest emotional beats of this show. Right. And it kind of um, went to uh it turned into something a little
1: more abstract than vaccines because it then turned right. into like geopolitical boundaries for countries to absorb yeah. refugees from the blip and yeah, you know, it was a yeah.
0: a little more abstract than we need vaccines to help people. Yeah. So I was bummed out by that. Uh the other thing, too, is there was uh the scene well um so I don't like Sharon Carter being the power broker
2: mm-hmm.
0: i'm just, I guess I'm just kind of bummed that her character would just turn to like so blatant evil, and I understand you know she felt uh betrayed and kind of kicked to the curb by uh, everyone. By her Right. But also, at the same time, she did kind of commit some real crimes. She stole, Mm. like, (laughs) real government equipment, uh, you know, for Captain America. She knew that wasn't going to turn out well for her. Mm -hmm. And I get that, you know, hey, this is, like, this is something that kind of ruined your life. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you felt like you trusted the wrong people, but, like when everything was corrected hey we when it's publicly recognized we did wrong by you you are reinstated you are not in trouble with this case the new captain america vouchers for you all this stuff to then turn around and be like yeah i'm still gonna sell state secrets like i'm in
1: right (laughs) and it's just like i'm uh, like there were no leaks before she came back
0: and all of a sudden yeah like i'm i'm one woman hydra now because yeah. i've got my own thing going on inside the government like to me it just didn't it felt like a complete 180 and like an over correction on her character without the much explanation so unfortunately when the episode ended i was calling her karen carter hey because <laughs> hey. can, can i tell y'all something
1: <laughs> he looked me dead in my eye through the computer <laughs> <laughs> to, to say Karen Carter. He was so proud of it.
0: She's like, oh my god. Like, they reinstated me, but, like, I didn't do it fast enough, so I'm going to, like, sell, like, these secrets on the CIA. Madripoor whatever. is so random. Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't
1: have Starbucks for, like... Six it was years. really kind of weird. And I pointed out that you just immediately get on the phone.
0: Yes. As soon Bro, as you
1: walk out of the courthouse or the They Senate monitor chatter.
0: Meeting. They monitor chatter around like the Capitol buildings and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> I saw this one meme that was like, uh, sir, I think she's making deals to sell state secrets. Should we go in and intercept her right now? I was like, no, no, no. Let's see where this goes. I actually admire the gumption. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the pure gall. <laughs> the audacity of it all. So. But that uh, was you know, we also saw uh Walker's end here. Yes. He is now U.S. agent, which I love the U.S. agent costume. I just I've always loved it. U.S. agent even though he's kind of a, he's like a dark shadow in comparison to like the actual Captain America. I just love that he's still kicking around and able to like go do stuff. Uh, Although I will say um, the show definitely let him off uh, way too free. I know he was released without like benefits or anything Mm -hmm. and like honorably or dishonorably discharged, but like, Yo, guy, you did still straight up kill that guy. You did. Uh, I don't. I don't know if like we could be cheering you. Like I, I don't know. There was like this weird element of like, you know, cop kills a guy. And like then you got gets, a full
1: pardon, and that dude is still yeah. dead.
0: He just got transferred to another department. It was like, nah, yeah, I don't know. So that that was kind of. Uh, a weird part to me. I wish there was a little more explanation about how he's still walking around and not in jail for publicly murdering someone mm. on behalf of the U S government, but and maybe that'll come up again. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe they view the guy he killed as a terrorist at the end of the day. And they're like, yeah, I mean, we don't like that. It was filmed, but he still did what he was supposed to do. Mm. I, I guess that's probably how they view it, but yeah. uh, either way, um, this show, for me, I uh, I think there were pacing issues, right? Mm-hmm. This show did not hit every week like WandaVision did. Uh, I'd say that there are pacing issues inside of episodes,
1: not necessarily yes. overall.
0: Mm, I think overall, because I think there are large chunks in the middle episodes, like three, four, five, that uh not a lot is happening or we're really spending more time with the characters uh and you know we get to spend a lot of time with like Flash Smasher, Zemo Walker and some of that stuff ultimately doesn't well it informs us who they are but it doesn't actually mm-hmm. kind of lead for you know some of the action-packed thrill ride that I think some of us were expecting in the same vein as like Winter Soldier, like that yeah. man against the clock type feel. Mm. So, um, for me, uh, just because of the pacing issues, I, I really want wanted to give this like video game windscreen, but I'm gonna have to stick with Demolition Man for yeah. this. Yeah. Well, I couldn't. I could not agree more. I really feel like this was a good show.
1: It was a good show. Yeah. Hit a lot of great points. I mean, there was yeah. a lot of drama here. Mm-hmm. Some good stuff. Um, yeah. But I do agree. I do think that it was good. I don't mm-hmm. think it was perfect. No. So definitely not what it for me.
0: I have been, uh, for the last few days, trying to find as much Sam Wilson, Captain America stuff as I could. Uh, none of it is out. Uh, A bunch of it is on pre-order for later. Yeah, Uh, I'm even trying to secure like a hoodie with his new kind of costume design. It's very difficult, and I'm very disappointed in Disney for not making this stuff readily available as soon as this episode came out. Uh, Shame on you, Disney! I, you know what, they (laughs) did the same thing with uh, Grogu. <laughs> the child.
1: they did the same thing. You couldn't find any of that merchandise for a few months. Mm. It was the same. Hurts I feel man. like you
0: missed an opportunity here. Hurts. Uh so we've got some information on some like Funko Pops and some Legends figures, yeah. but like again, they're not out until like July, July, November, December. And July is when my uh <laughs> Legends Captain America
1: is supposed to ship, so. Mm. Hurts,
0: yeah, yeah. Hurts. Also, that the Hasbro Marvel Legends build a figure is his wings. So you oh, got no. the Captain America. Yeah, you got the Captain America. Oh, I gotta get the whole case. You you have to get the whole, oh, and that's the Wanda, the Vision, man. the Loki, the Zemo, and the John Walker in order to get his wings in the stand. That is which is like a hundred $54. That it's is rough. Dollars. It's I didn't dirty. realize that, man. Yeah, it's super dirty. I'm waiting for when they release a figure that has all of that together. That's horrible. <laughs> it really is. So, shame when you also has, bro, because that's. that's man, I'm glad just you awful. told me that. Yeah. When your Falcon, or I'm sorry, when your Captain America shows up with no wings, uh, you know who to blame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway. We need to wrap this show up because we are way, way over It's a good one, man. <laughs> I loved hearing that. I loved oh, yeah. hearing what you thought. That was great. Yeah. I love hearing what you Fantastic. thought, too. man. Oh, yeah. So anyway, guys, you can find me on social media, uh, on Twitter. I am at LT the Fifth. That's at L T T H A F-I-F-T-H. Uh Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? So you're gonna find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at
1: nerdsmash underscore tc and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve
0: L. Dub beautiful
1: yeah.
0: and guys don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us, uh, you can also email us at undersc- er, nerdsmash dot tc at gmail dot com uh, so feel free to hit us up if you have any questions that you want us to talk about on the show yeah. but for now that is our show thank you so much for listening guys and we'll Holla
1: holla holla. Holla holla holla. Holla holla holla. Holla 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 holla. holla, holla. When's the last (laughs) time you watched that? I'm gonna have to watch that. Holla 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 holla. Holla 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 holla.